Welcome back to the Care to Change podcast, where we discuss practical solutions for positive change. We're so grateful you've chosen to join us. Today, our director, April Bordeaux, will join one of Care to Change's therapist, Michael Spencer, to discuss power and control as a part of our church leader topic series. Thanks for joining us as we hope to continue to foster practical solutions for positive change. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Care to Change podcast. We are so glad that you are with us today. My name is April Bordeaux, and today's topic is on power and control, and we are right in the middle of a church leader series. So welcome, church leaders who are listening today. Also, I want to introduce you to uh, Mike Spencer, who's with us as well. He's one of our counselors on staff. Mike, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's great to be here. So glad you're here with us today. Yeah. Um, Mike, for those of you, before we dive into this um, really deep topic of power and control, um, tell the people who are watching or listening to us a little bit about you and who do you, what kind of issues do you see here at Care to Change? Right. Well, I, you know, work with men, as Mm -hmm. you might expect, Uh, husbands and families, uh, work with uh, church leaders as well, and I do a lot of... um, uh, work with pornography and addiction, and also then with uh, kids who've experienced trauma in their families who are trying to work with them. And I use a variety of uh, trauma-informed uh, uh, work, and uh, also brain spotting is one of the tools that I use. Nice, nice. Busy. Yes, very busy. This yep. is the reason yep. why you're you're um, packed out all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because those issues are really. <laughs> They're, uh, they're happening all the time. All the time. So we're right in the middle of this church leader series, and the topic today is power and control. So my guess right. is those watching or those listening are in church leadership and most likely um, have a question about power and control. Sure. Uh, maybe we need to begin with really defining, because even just when you listed off your areas of specialty. Right. Marriage, right? Addiction. Mm-hmm. Did you say church leadership? Yes, I know yep. you work with church leaders. Parenting, right? You right. want to talk about power and control, right? 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 So that overlaps in every one of those kinds of relationships. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. how would you define if we, what is power and control? Well, you know, I, I think that um, you know that's it's it, that's one of the things that can be slippery, right? It because. Uh, one of the you know, kind of looking at it, you're um, looking at someone who really doesn't like to feel out of control, who tends to be pretty insecure. And so they kind of manage their emotions, the situation by kind of being in control of things mm-hmm. and having power. Uh, and so this is a person who you might say, you kind of think of, well, I feel controlled when I'm around this person, or I feel like I have to do everything that they, they want. Um, and so that's kind of a working definition of what is it? What does it feel like? Because I'm sitting or thinking as a supervisor, well, I do want my team. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I don't want my team to feel that way. But so when you say I'm feeling controlled, can you, can you? Dig a little deeper into that. What does that mean? Well, um, yeah, feeling controlled, like you don't really kind of have a say. Now, what I would, what I, you know, experience with you is that 
when you give me an assignment or a project to work on, it's sort of in my hands to do what I will with it with some guidelines for you and you're not looking over my shoulder. Right. And, you know, um, so those who are feeling controlled are like they have to do it the right way. Mm -hmm. So it's not just that, hey, we have to have this, we're going to do this podcast, but we have to do it the way is specifically outlined. Now, again, it's a business that's a little different than personal relationships, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're looking for a specific kind of outcome and relationships aren't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, two people have to be who they are. Mm -hmm. So you have a person who takes, uh, too much responsibility for the actions and emotions of others that are involved with the Mm -hmm. power and control. And you have a person who actually wants others to take Mm -hmm. too much responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, I'm me. And so there's sort of like this, I have, I can uh, control myself. But when it comes over to me wanting to control how you do things, now we have Mm-hmm. in a relationship we have a problem mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so my my boundaries are poor mm-hmm. you know i am expecting sort of you to fit into mm-hmm. the working definition of the way i would do things right so when you're thinking of i'm trying to figure out well which direction to go here but especially in the areas of sure. people that you help power and control how will it look right in parenting Right. Power okay. and control, how would it look in a marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And power and control, how would it look at a church? Right, right. Well, and so what I would say, um, kind of thinking about it is, first, um, I think there's a something we have to keep in mind, and that is, um, and this is going to be a strong statement, but that all forms of evil come from good twisted, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So many times the person who is controlling, is wanting something that they consider to be good mm-hmm. or that we would even say is kind of good, mm-hmm. right? So I could say as a parent, I want my child to never lie, mm-hmm. right? That's a good thing. Right, right. <laughs> um, or I want my kids to, um, you, know, you know, study their Bible, I want them to pray. I want them to, you know, do. But if I don't limit them, if I limit them and don't give them any freedom or any choice, Mm -hmm. then you would say I am controlling. The Bible says I'm also exasperating (laughs) my children. Right. Right. So out of a good thing, a want for a good thing, I take too much power. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't treat them as a person who has to make their own choices, Mm -hmm. who has to grow and develop. Mm-hmm. who've had different experiences. So as a parent, you know, sometimes it can be that, well, I want to find the one discipline that will stop them from ever lying again or mm-hmm. ever doing blank again. So at that point, you're probably in a position of being controlling or mm-hmm. overusing power, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to ask you this. In, I'll ask you okay. after we reference marriage and church leader. Okay. What's a parent to do to encourage your child to, you know, read their Bible or not lie right. or those things so that it's not. And I, I know that we've heard this right. from the, the late Kieran Purvis, which we right. we both respect and love. Right. Um, that you can control a child's behavior. Right. But it doesn't mean you have a relationship. That's right. So That's... we can we can manage right. a child's behavior. We can quote 
get them to do something. Right. But it doesn't mean we preserve the relationship with the child. Right. Right. And so out of that is born often Mm -hmm. resentment. Right. And fractured relationship, especially later as they get older. So I want to hear, um, in a moment after we talk about marriage and, and, and church leaders, sure. Well, what does the parent do? Where's that line between Mm -hmm. quote, managing the behavior Right. Um, and, um, also at the same time, encouraging mm-hmm. those, like you said, the good things, right. the things right. that, so marriage, right now, uh, this is a big one and probably where we hear the most about power and control. Right. So sure. talk about power and control in marriage. Well, I think in many ways, uh, particularly, uh, I mean, it can come out of fear, right? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. I can't tell you the times before pre cell phone days when mm-hmm. like, I would hear my wife say, oh, I'll be back from the re- women's retreat at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. right? And what I what I, what she actually said was the it, retreat is over at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. right? So there's this gap of from 6 till they stop for dinner right. and she's home and before she gets home and I'm freaking out, not because I want to control her, mm-hmm. but because I'm scared, actually. Right. <laughs> Um, now if I had, if we had had cell phones then, you know, mm-hmm. I would be probably ringing and be probably disappointed because she probably wouldn't have cell service, but, right. um, but there's a sense of out of this anxiousness, this fear, this anxiety, um, it feels like I shouldn't be afraid. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well that's, but that is actually my responsibility. This is where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm wanting her actions to take responsibility for my emotions, right? Mm-hmm. If she acted this way, I wouldn't feel this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's um, that's control. I want to con- want her behavior to control my emotions. Not okay, right? Oh wait, say that again. You want her behavior to control your emotions, right? I want her to be on time so I don't feel afraid. So that takes really dialing into the emotion. Right. So for people who are controlling mm-hmm. to pause and say it's born out of fear. Right. Well, that's deep mm-hmm. because, you know, there's a lot of justification in this. Well, she said six o'clock. She should be home at six o'clock. I don't know what's going to happen to her. I've heard about this. I've, right. Rather right. than just saying, I feel afraid. Right. And so if she doesn't do this, right. I become anxious. Right. So I'm going to control where she is. Right. Um, and so that's a whole different view. It's kind of twisting the view of this. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So rather than me saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid, you know, what, you know, call upon the Lord. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and so rather than that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I am wanting someone else to be responsible. I put it in somebody else's hands. So being in touch, being aware mm-hmm. and saying, um, what am I going to do with this? Mm-hmm. How am I going to address my own emotions? What, what resources do I have? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, quieting my own mind, right? Right. Before the Lord. This so it's so foundational and so right. basic. And usually when we're talking about power and control in a marriage, right. the, the terms fear, right. And behavior, yep. they, we know they interplay, but a lot sure. of times behaviorally that's not what happens right it's you told right. me six o'clock right and you're not back here and it's six o'clock right. um mm-hmm. and so that's a great example that's a really <laughs> great example i'm i would be really interested from those listening um where this hits for you sure. I, I would love to get feedback um right and maybe even other examples of right 
uh, where you have seen this because I've heard you say before when you've spoken um, that as as a whole, our culture is what you call you you sort of coin this emotionally illiterate, right? <laughs> um, we don't often understand the emotion behind the behavior. Right. We don't give ourselves permission mm-hmm. to pause and say, mm-hmm. what is it that I'm feeling that's making me behave this way? Right. Especially when it's fear because fear mm-hmm. isn't celebrated. No, no. Unless it's the exciting kind right. of fear. So you bring so up that fear something. suddenly is, is anger, right? Mm-hmm. Cause why isn't she here? <laughs> right. So it comes out as anger. And mm-hmm. what you're saying is underneath that is really fear. Right. So what comes out as control underneath is. Fear, Fear. insecurity, yeah. That's really good. Um, And so I guess to kind of go into the church world, right? how might someone see power? And this is kind of like touchy, right? I feel it's tiptoeing into this area we don't, you know, often go to. But um, so where would we see power and control played out in church? Well, I mean, it could be on all kinds of ways, you know, where... um, you know, we want to appear a certain way. Uh, we want our, you know, we want our youth group to look a certain way. So we, the way we react to difficult behaviors mm-hmm. is to control and squelch that. Um, I think there are, you know, even even in the sense of leadership, like we want the worship experience to be good. Mm-hmm. And yet there are mistakes made. Mm-hmm. And that's normal, right? Mm-hmm. There's certain percentages of times that there are mm-hmm. going to be mistakes mm-hmm. made. And when that when that anxiety, fear, or the, that kind of control, it can as a question of, well, it, it asks, are we serving what people are going to think of us, right? Mm-hmm. Or are we serving Christ, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the challenge. And so it's, I don't mean like wholesale. I mean, in that moment of fear and, oh, we, I made a mistake or, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was leading the people in the Lord's Prayer and I said the wrong thing, mm-hmm. right? In the wrong order. And that's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there are all kinds of opportunities where we want things to go right. We want things to be good and uh, one want to help people thrive, but mm-hmm. things don't go perfectly. Right. And so anytime where we're kind of creating a, a, a structure or we're creating an experience, mm-hmm. we have to say, what, what do we, mm-hmm. what are our desires? What are our emotions actually telling us mm-hmm. at that moment is forefront as of importance for us? So there's two ways of looking at this. Um, yeah. and, and, and I guess I could even go with what you say about embarrassment because the underlying mm-hmm. emotion behind embarrassment embarrassment isn't the emotion right yeah it's again fear, fear. You know, right of what people are thinking of us right so when someone says i felt embarrassed if we die roll now, back yeah it's really fear um so you bring up there's two ways um there's two sides of this sort of teeter totter um to control and that's mm-hmm. the one who is controlling and the one who's feeling controlled, right. whether it's the child and parent situation, whether it's mm-hmm. the husband and wife, right. whether it's church leadership. Right. So there's the person that might be listening that says, I had no idea that was considered controlling. Now, uh, what I want to caution is for those of you that are listening, if they haven't turned this off already, <laughs> because I'm not, that is not control. That's good leadership or whatever, right? Right. right? 
the person who mm-hmm. is the one that tends to be controlling, mm-hmm. um, you know, to really assess personally right. with humility mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not the intention behind right. the behavior. Like right. if I would have known that was controlling, mm-hmm. I remember in another life when I worked in the domestic violence field, um, we would share about how to recognize signs and then sure. inevitably someone would come up and say, I didn't know I was doing that to my girlfriend or I didn't know I was doing that to my wife. That wasn't, I didn't know, realize that that's considered right. I'm, I'm tip, I'm going into abuse at this point, but right. um, there's a lot of power and control sure. in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, wow, I didn't know that. Sure. Um, and so people don't wake up and say, I want right. to be controlling. They right. instead <laughs> say, I want things in order. I right. expect certain behavior. Right. Things need to operate this way. Right. And so for the person that's the controller. So mm-hmm. if you're listening and you've stayed with us right. this far, you're watching and you've stayed with right. it, and you're the one that says, oh, maybe this is an issue or God's really convicting me of this. Right. What would you mm-hmm. say for that mm-hmm. person to do? They're, they've heard it. Maybe they're recognizing sure. it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's my next step? Right. And I think the my thought would be what you've said already, that which is, Getting a sense of what's underneath those mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, what what is it you want, right? What's the desire? What's the emotion under there? Like, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to take my children someplace and look like a bad parent. Right, right. That's probably going to lead to controlling behavior. Right. Right. That it's, fear it's, uh-huh. is going to lead you into controlling. Mm-hmm. And in the end, as time moves forward in our in, in parenting relationships, relationships in particular mm-hmm. our our control or court authority or power is diminishing and our however what's rising and increasing is our in ability to influence them mm-hmm. through relationship right right and so if we're engaging in control then we're actually limiting our influence and right. the development of our influence in that relationship oh i love that yeah. so the more control we're exerting the less influence we're right. allowing. Right. That's good. That's really, right. that's solid. Yeah. Um, and we want the influence. We don't. We do. Right. You know, and how brave is it for someone who tends to move in the controlling area? Because really in culture, we celebrate right. people who are in control. Yeah. We celebrate people who can, quote, get the job done. Yeah. We celebrate mm-hmm. that, that kind of work. The bravery required mm-hmm. to pause and say... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been accused of being controlling, and my underlying need is to right. to not have this fear. Right. That's brave work. Right it's there. very brave. It's it's a big deal, and so, it's hard. What do you do if this is you, and you say, "Okay, now what? I'm yeah. I'm going to admit it. I'm going to walk in this in humility. I'm going right. to say it's out of fear. I don't want to live in fear, but I don't know how. What's, sure. What's their next step? Well, I think. What my, in my own personal experience, my next step is to calm my body down. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. for them to develop that one, they have the awareness of, oh, here's this fear. And then sort of begin to quiet that, get that body quiet so I can get into a place with my thoughts mm-hmm. and kind of not be under the influence, shall we say, of fear. Yeah, <laughs> under the influence of fear. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think, honestly, that takes war- support, help. Right. Mm-hmm. You need people alongside you to say, you know what? I have a lot of behaviors that are I'm doing 
uh, because I don't want to be afraid. Right. There's a lot of pressure I'm putting on people so that I won't be afraid. I mean, how much pressure is there on a pastor to not have obedient kids? Be kids right. who look obedient all the time. And have the perfect marriage. Right. And that's not real. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not fair. <laughs> right. So there's a, a lot of pressure mm-hmm. that, and so their opportunity for fear mm-hmm. is ever present it in is. that situation. No wonder the word fear and do not be afraid is listed so many times in right. scripture. Right. God knew. God knew how we would behave Absolutely. When, we, when we feel afraid. Um, so on the flip side of that, if you are listening and you're saying, I, I'm not the one that controls, but gosh, I feel controlled. Mm-hmm. Whether you're mm-hmm. a teenager who might be tuning in and you right. say, this is my parents to a T. Right. Or you're the wife or right. even the husband. Sure. Um, saying, I feel completely controlled by my spouse. You know, right. if you're in a church environment and you see this, now probably right. in a church environment, you would address it differently, maybe, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an organizational structure. Right, um, right. But in the, in the context of relationships, if you are the one feeling controlled or you mm-hmm. are the one that's mm-hmm. sort of on the receiving end of right. that anger, right. um, what do you tell those people to do? What's their next step? Well, I mean, um, certainly you're going to want to put boundaries in place, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's good to uh, receive counseling, you know, I think mm-hmm. from both both parties. I think to kind of help walk through it, mm-hmm. like let me, let me kind of, you know, kind of ferret this out and mm-hmm. figure out, you know, what's exactly taking place. I think that sense of, so at what point, you know, am I being asked to control someone else's sort of emotions for them by, by my actions, you know, what Mm -hmm. am I being asked to that? Now, oftentimes people in that circumstance are very kind of merciful people Mm -hmm. and very empathetic. So they Mm -hmm. can feel, you know, like they actually want to help that person, Mm -hmm. but by complying in many ways, they're harming that person. Right. Enabling. We call it enabling. Right. Right. And as opposed to kind of stepping into what are you afraid of? Right. Right. We need to work on what, what the fear is. Is it, is it, I I think I know the answer, but um, the question, (laughs) whose responsibility is it to, if you're the one, um, feeling controlled to stop the behavior? Well, it's your own for your own responses, right? Your own enabling. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for that. You're not responsible to get the other person, right? Thank you. Because you've already been mm-hmm. over responsible for their life, for their emotions. So yeah. for those of you listening, you're responsible for your own behavior, not for theirs. Right. That's so right. setting your own boundary. Right. Okay. So that's yep. good. That's good. Because I think sometimes the person on the receiving is, well, if I only, then they yeah, would. Right. And which is just not mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So we're, we're running out of time. We've, we're running out of time, but I want to give the, yeah. the listeners any resources that you mm-hmm. have book mm-hmm. books, links. Sure. What would you recommend to those who are interested in learning more about this? Well, I, I think, um, you know, uh, a couple books that come to mind, um, both of them I've used significantly. That would be boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by Dr. Cloud and, and Dr. Townsend. Mm-hmm. Another book is much more kind of personal and also guiding you through, like guiding you almost through dealing with this issue through the Proverbs. Okay. There's a book called Foolproofing Your Life. Okay. Right. And it's by dealing with 
how to deal effectively with impossible people in your life. <laughs> now, oh, that, oh, wait, say that one again. I got to write that one down. Yeah. Say that. What's it called? Foolproof in your life. Okay. Yeah. How to deal effectively with the impossible people in your life. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not on a bestseller list. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's got several ver- updates, so it's been, you know, mm-hmm. uh, highly utilized, but I think it's very helpful and mm-hmm. thoughtful book and sort of how to think about this situation mm-hmm. um, and, uh, of sort of power and control. And I, I've definitely found that to be very useful. There you have it. Okay, we'll put those two uh, resources in our notes section. Um, I realize power and control deserves well more than a, a 20, 25 minute podcast, yeah. but we wanted to just bring this to light for you, um, for those of you that might be feeling it. Right. or maybe that you already know that you're prone to it or someone that you love, um, is that controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean financial controller. Right. I mean, well, it could be right. But, right. um, and so if this is you and you're struggling, you know, as a parent managing your child's behavior or you're in a relationship and you feel controlled or you know that you're the one or you're in church leadership mm-hmm. and you say, um, yeah, I'll read those books, but I know I need to, to, to talk right. more about this. I need some more practical solutions to make this change. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage you, um, call our care line, uh, text us, email us, just reach out to us in whatever way is most convenient for you. That's really why we're here. Mike is here. We have others on our team who can help you with this. We are here for you. And again, Mike, thanks for coming today. You're welcome. It's great. Appreciate um, talking about this important topic and we hope to see you all soon. You've been listening to the Care to Change podcast, where we discuss practical solutions for positive change. Don't forget to view the show notes for resources mentioned in the conversation. Please reach out to us through the care line at 317-979-7133 or at help at caretochange.org. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube as well. Thanks for listening, and we hope to continue to foster practical solutions for positive change.